let's be real. Lawsuits are no fun, but with Paulson and Nace, at least they are a little easier. With two DC-born partners, Paulson and Nace will fight for you the way only a Washingtonian could. Paulson and Nace handles medical malpractice, wrongful death, and other complex injury cases involving negligence. So if you have been hurt or lost a loved one because of someone else's mistake or negligence, call Paulson and Nace for a no-obligation consultation. Visit www.paulsonandnace.com or call 202-463-1999. Today on CityCast DC, Michael and Bridget have handed the mic over to us, CityCast DC's single ladies, for this special episode about how to date in DC. Spoiler alert, it's hard, and we could use some help. So we've dialed in dating coach Erica Etten. You might know her as a little nudge on Instagram, and she's here to walk us through everything from setting up your dating profile to what you should say after a date. Whether it's gone good or really bad. It's Thursday, January 26th, 2023. I'm lead producer Priyanka Tilde. And I'm newsletter editor Kayla Cody Stemmerman. This is CityCast DC. Erica Etten from A Little Nudge. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Absolutely. And we also have Priyanka Tilvey here. She's yes. our lead producer. Hello. Um, and we are going to be chatting about how to use dating apps, especially in D.C. Uh, and obviously, D.C. is full of single people. And we're sure they all want your advice or <laughs> some advice. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to deliver. You know, I, I read somewhere... Uh, that you should try to go on at least like two dates with somebody to give them a chance before you kind of decide on them. Is that true? Or is there deal breakers on a first date that should really give you, you know, the red flag, the green flag about what to do? So I recommend going on a second date with someone if you're not sure. Uh, Basically, if you want to have one more conversation with this person, if you're at all curious to learn anything more about them, that's it. It's not, do I see a future with this person? It's not, is this person going to be my spouse? Is this person going to be the parent of my future child? No, none of that. It's just, do I want to have one more conversation? Yeah, of course there are reasons not to go on a second date. Someone's rude to you, to a server, someone, I don't know, who knows? We've all been on a date where (laughs) we know there is no second date. One guy once made fun of my accent the entire date. Oh my God. First of all... I'm from New Jersey. Thank you. And second, <laughs> oh, really? and second, like, are we children? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That gets old real fast. So like, sometimes you just know, and sometimes you walk in and you know, you will never be attracted to this person. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force people to go on a second date. So the criteria for a second date should simply be, obviously, if you want to, you go, but should simply be, oh, okay. I want to have one more conversation. And if that second date proves that this person isn't for you, that was still useful. And maybe they'll pleasantly surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. All right. Well, I guess, you know, on the flip side of that is you're single in D.C., Mm -hmm. you know, the months are going by, you're going Mm -hmm. on a lot of dates, and you're getting rejected a lot because it's inevitable that most of them are not going to work out. How do you handle that rejection and not take it personally, keep up your confidence and stay in the dating scene? I don't have any magic words other than to say it is hard and it's a numbers game. And 
So it's also just keeping it in perspective. Like these things do take time. You have standards. Other people have standards. And then there's chemistry, the wild card. And so, you know, don't quit after six bad dates because number seven could be a really good one. We just Mm. don't know. And it's a cumulative process. That's not to say it's not frustrating and exhausting sometimes. And to the extent that you need to take breaks, because Mm. the last thing you want is to be putting yourself out there when you're really jaded and angry and not your best self. But I would be more concerned if you like fell in love with every first date. You know, I would rather that you do have (laughs) standards and that most of them are not most people in life are not going to be your people. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not my problem. <laughs> Falling in love on a first date. I mean, I've had clients who every first date, they're like, oh my God. I'm like, let's calm down. Let's talk wow. about it. Well, let's talk through this process a little bit, right? So I guess mm-hmm. the first thing would be building out your profile. profile. Sure. Do you have tips for what questions people should or shouldn't answer? What photos they should or shouldn't use? I know you're a big proponent of the voice notes the on voice Hinge. Notes. Well, the voice notes. I hate those. Yeah. <laughs> Kayla and I are both a little gun shy, which is funny because we're here on a podcast. I know. <laughs> I do like hearing people's voice, though. I feel like that kind of does yeah, exactly. make a difference for me. Exactly. want to hear yours, too. Okay. So let's start with the pictures. Pictures are the first thing. They're the, the, the gateway, the entryway into your profile. If someone doesn't mm-hmm. like your first picture, they're not getting to the rest of the profile. So the first picture on every site or app needs to be just a nice, clear shot of your face. Show what you look like. Not blurry, not tiny, not with friends. Not your back. Not your back. Not, not your a fish. profile. <laughs> not a dog that's not even yours. Oh, <laughs> that's such a tease. I hate when people do that. Dog fishing. Dog fishing. <laughs> a pair, picture of you. Next one should be a full body shot of you. Let's not make people guess because they're never going to guess in a positive way. Another one, you doing something interesting. You both have a podcast. Maybe your interesting picture is you this right could now be it. with a microphone. <laughs> if you take a picture with that, it looks like you're doing something interesting. And then it generates questions. Do you have a podcast? What are you doing in that picture? That way, the other person feels brilliant for having asked you a relevant question, but really you're brilliant because you planted it there. So everybody wins. And then the other two just, I like five total, except on Hinge, which requires six. The other Mm -hmm. two should just be you and your element. Should you be with friends? No. I know there's a lot of competing Mm -hmm. advice about that out there. Really? So no pictures with friends? You can crop friends out. In fact, cropping friends out is great. It shows that you're out and about, (laughs) but we don't want anyone comparing you to your friends, number one. Two, mm. no one takes the time to figure out, oh, is she second, third, fourth from me? Yeah. So go ahead, crop out your friends. Heck, I'll crop them out for you. And then here's a little pro tip. There's this free app called Square Fit that turns things into a square that basically just puts a border around pictures to make it a square so you can upload it on any dating site. If you just put a border around it to make it into a square, it shows that border on the website, but at least it's showing the full picture. Right. That is a pro tip. What's your favorite dating app? Uh, I don't have favorites. I think you can be successful or unsuccessful at any Hmm. of them. Really is based on what you're putting out there, the profile, the pictures, and how proactive you are. I mean, just like with the gym, right? If you pay money but never set foot in the gym, you're not going to (laughs) reach your health goals. But same thing. Feel attacked. Yeah. Yeah. If you put a bunch of junk up on Bumble and never swipe, probably not going to work for you. So I don't have favorites. I will say the most popular right now are Bumble and Hinge. Yeah. As for the profile, I know you asked about that too. 
As for the profile, Hinge, for example, has those three prompts. You have to answer all of them, which is good. My two favorite prompts are my simple pleasures. And I like that because you only get 150 characters. You can make a list. So what are each, do each of you have a simple pleasure? We'll, we'll write one together now. Mm. Making coffee in the morning. What like kind the, of coffee? The Anything specific? French press. Ooh, mm. okay. How about you, Kayla? I don't know, like cracking into a new book. Perfect. So we might write my simple pleasures. French press coffee in the morning. And then maybe you put in parentheses, like not functional before that. And then we put weird sound of the spine cracking on a new book. Mm. Um, and then I'll add one of mine. Okay. <laughs> it's these, <laughs> these potato chips. I recently found at Trader Joe's, the Ooh. dill pickle flavored potato chips. So I might list, you know, dill flavored, you know, Trader Joe's, Mm. Or I might just say Trader Joe's and then put in parentheses, like the dill flavored chips are everything or everything. And so you can list a bunch of stuff. I also like two truths and a lie because people like to win. And so you give <laughs> them a contest they want to win. It doesn't have to be like rocket science or anything. It could just be three things about your life. Like I'm the oldest of three children. I'm left-handed. I have family in London. You I know, feel like that one though, like people... Like, I get the sense that people are just trying to show off, well, you know? Well, you're not going to do – oldest of three children is not showing off. Left-handed <laughs> is not showing off. Um, just yeah. use it properly. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, or if you had an interesting experience once. Like, mm. I ran into – I'm making this up. I ran into Jennifer Aniston at the Louvre. I don't know. I mean, is that really I that wish. braggy? Most people have been to – not most people. Many people have been to Paris. And so – you can get creative with that one. And for the lie, always make it like a partial truth. So if someone right. asks, at least you can say, I ran a marathon, even if you never did. If that's the lie, you could be like, no, but I ran from someone chasing me once. You know, just right. <laughs> something cute. And then for the last one, I like one of the ones about what you're looking for. So they offer we'll get along if. You could be serious there. Like we'll get along if you're whatever, an active listener, go to therapy. <laughs> And then I always like to end it with something cute, like, and you think peanut butter should be its own food group, or, and you think people who don't like dogs are weirdo. I'm the worst. And that's negative, actually. So change it to the positive, but you get the point. You have yeah. a small amount of space, so 450 characters total, use it well. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's so clear that you do this for a living because I feel like most people sit around. Like spending hours trying to come up with one example to put down. And you just yeah. Like oh my god, the, the quotes—they kill me. I'm like, oh, I want to sound smart and clever and cool, but I just don't know. It's I so much you pressure. I just sound like you. So many people ask me, "Well, I want to write in such a way that attracts the person I'm looking for." Huh. Well, no, because we don't know what the person you're looking for is attracted to. So I would rather you be you. Yeah. I have a lot of clients. And they say, well, I want to write the things that these professional, successful men want. I don't know what they want. We just don't know. So the best thing you can do is be yourself. The weirder, mm -hmm. the quirkier, the better. No, I like to laugh and have fun. I like to go out and stay in. What do you do? I like to dress up and dress down. I'd, I'd rather read the things about you that make you unique, even if it doesn't get to like the core of your being. Mm -hmm. Who cares? That'll come out. So when you're going through dating apps... There's so many choices, right? Yeah. Even if you have some criteria, there's still going to be a C out there. 
how do you choose? It seems so arbitrary to me. It is arbitrary. I mean, beyond your whatever basic criteria, maybe age and location, and if anything else is important to you, it is arbitrary. It's who you feel any attraction to. It's who's writing you like. Err on the side of saying yes to more people. What's the worst that huh. happens? Yeah, the answer? that's fair. <laughs> You're not committing to anything. You go on a date. Yeah. And then what's the worst? You don't like each other. And then what's the <laughs> worst? You go home and watch Netflix. Like, that's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When's the right time to move things forward? Oh, like, when do you go from the date? <laughs> when do you go from the app to the text to the text to the date? You know, okay, what's first the, of all, I'm going to correct yeah. that. I actually do not recommend texting before a date. Oh, okay. Which I know is like, woo, controversial. Uh, <laughs> I call texting the death of the first date. And here's why. What? Well, because has it happened where someone's like, oh my God, it's so much easier to text off this app. Let's move there. And then either they don't or it turns into I have like, had that happen. how are mm-hmm. you? How are you? I'm fine. I'm tired. I'm doing laundry. I'm working. Or they say something that you would rather not read. (laughs) Maybe it's inappropriate or maybe it's just dumb or maybe it is misconstrued. So I just consider texting another obstacle to getting to the date. So I would rather you just go right from the app to the date. If people are like, oh, I'm not going to notice it, on, then turn on your notifications. So Mm -hmm. if someone says, oh, here's my number, let's plan that way. I would actually recommend saying, actually, I'm not a huge texter before I've met someone, but I'm free next week if you want to meet. Yeah. That way it's less of a declining of the number, but it's more of an upgrade. Yeah. Absolutely. I also recommend if yeah. you do drink socially, alcohol, put in your profile what you like to drink. That's a little dating hack because that way it makes it really easy for someone to ask you out and to ask mm-hmm. you what to do. So for yeah. example, I have a client in San Francisco who like loves Negronis. I don't even know what's in a Negroni, but every date, like oh I know the best place for a Negroni and she's having a ball because it's so (laughs) easy for them to ask her out specific as possible not I like wine I like red wine I like red wine from France I went to France once and discovered Burgundy I don't know I personally like bourbon so I might say I like a bourbon old-fashioned with a huge ice cube which is true. So <laughs> good to know. Uh, so, Noted. Yeah, the next time we, yeah, exactly. we want to pick we're, your brain, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I should be so lucky. So I do recommend that. And then everything in the conversation should be getting closer to a date. So hmm. while you're trying yeah. to get to know this person a little bit, you're really just trying to inch closer to a date. Now, let's say you get to a point where you're like, oh, my God, I'm tired of texting with this person on the app. It's going nowhere. I can't tell if they want to meet me or not. Just remember that most people are clueless and don't know when it's appropriate to take it off the app. So you might have to say, hey, I'm really enjoying our conversation. Should we meet for a drink next week? Or really enjoying this. Where should we go from here? Or Mm. much better story told in person. I'm around this weekend if you are. I have a dating dilemma for you. Just briefly. I So... Went on a couple dates with somebody, went really well, really like hit it off on the date, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. I thought things were going really well. Texted a tiny bit in between, but really just to set up the next date. Okay. And since then, like... Did you go very, on the second date yet? We did go on the second date. Okay. And I asked him both times, but he was extremely enthusiastic, seemed very into it on the date. And then after, like, I haven't really heard from him at all. The holidays have been going on. Totally get people are busy. Mm -hmm. But 
I'm tired of initiating. I feel like I've initiated everything and we haven't really, he hasn't really reached out, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was really great. And I really liked hanging out with him. What do I do now? Do I reach out again? He doesn't know you want him to initiate because you have initiated both dates. So in his mind, you love initiating because he doesn't know otherwise. Yeah. Okay. And so if you do a thing, it's assumed you like to do that thing. No, I will say that said, if someone's really into you, they will reach out. My favorite way to ask for clarification is starting a sentence with, I can't tell. So like, hey, I can't tell Mm. from our text if you were wanting to meet again. I had a really good time on our second date. Yeah. Yeah. So simple. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That's exactly what I needed. Write it down. Asking for clarification is always a good idea. Yeah. Because the worst that happens is you don't get the answer you want. I was going to say, like... One of the things I love about your Instagram account at a little nudge is the fact that you have these kinds of templates with all sorts of tips for how people can either move things along or reject if that's what they're trying to do. How did you get into this business and where can people learn more about everything that you do? Well, first of all, thank you for the compliment. I really I'm so glad the templates have been useful for so many people. Anyway, how did I get into this? Well, long story short. I actually used to be an economist. I studied economics. I have a business degree, but I was a really early adopter of online dating. I'm not even going to tell you what year because it was embarrassingly (laughs) early, 2001. And over the years, I combined my two loves, online dating and spreadsheets. And (laughs) I started tracking my own online dating stuff. Initially, I started the spreadsheet, so I didn't accidentally write to the same person twice. But, you know, before the apps were out, you came up with these silly usernames and blah, blah, fun guy 12. And so I didn't want to accidentally reach out to the same person. But then I was like, haha, I can measure things in here. What's my response rate? What's my conversion rate? Oh, my God. I know, I know, real nerd. nerd (laughs) No, Um, I love it. And then friends started asking me for help. And one thing led to another, and I was like, I really didn't care for my job in finance, and I really enjoyed helping friends. So I started a little nudge in 2011, actually, before wow. Tinder. Um, <laughs> wow. and yeah, and you can find me anywhere at a little nudge, a little nudge.com, Instagram. At a little, the Instagram always gets a really interesting conversation going, depending on what I post. So that's always fun. And I'm pretty easy to find, Erica. Great. <laughs> Well, Erica, thank you so much for doing this. I have a whole new perspective (laughs) and we're so excited to have you on the pod and hopefully we'll have you on again soon. That sounds great. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks, Erica. Thank you. Bye. David, thanks for chatting with me. So like you and I both have cars in the DC metro area and sometimes they're great, but sometimes they can be a hassle. And I heard you had car issues, man. Yes, my car like me is old and falling apart. And (laughs) so I wanted to get it fixed. But one of the truly unpleasant tasks I find in the world is getting your car fixed because you have to take it usually somewhere extremely distant, extremely inconvenient, arrange some alternate form of transportation. And so I heard about Rota, rota Rota.com. And I went on the Rota.com website and they will come and pick your car up, take it from you and then do the work and bring it back to you. And so I made an appointment on Rota, which was easy as pie, beautiful user interface. Um, for the work that I wanted done. The valet showed up at around 10 o'clock at my house as exactly on time. 
very easy. Just handed him my keys. He drove off with my car. About an hour later, April called me. She said, here are some things that we found with your car in addition to what you want to do. She sent me videos that Michael... Wait, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a car nerd, so I like want to know the nitty gritty of what's happening because I I don't know stuff. A million percent. They sent me this video. There was a particular belt that was had broken, and they sent me a video of it. And they sent me a list of sort of here are the things that were recommended, here are the things that seemed urgent to fix, and I could choose what I wanted to fix and sent that back to them, which took me like three minutes. Michael, the technician, fixed it. They then texted me and said, "Oh, your car's on the way back." My car was back in front of my house at 2.30. I'd given it to them at 10. It was back in front of my house that afternoon. Also, note, the valet did a much better job parking in front of my house than I do. <laughs> Don't they always? So much closer to the curb. And it was an incredibly pleasant, super easy experience. And they were very trustworthy. They were clear about what they were going to fix. And it was incredibly convenient. Yeah. So this like seems like a dream. Uh, I have used them before, but it's been a bit. Would you use them again for something like this? I would like use this? Rhoda again in a second. I would use Rhoda. And they have a discount for us, too, for CityCast listeners. So if you nice. go to Rhoda.com, they have the discount code CityCast20 and you get 20% off. Sweet. Uh, plots. David, thank you so much for talking with me. Again, CityCast listeners, you get 20% off off any Rhoda service up to $100 using the code CityCast20. So go to Rhoda.com. That's R-O-D-A.com to book your appointment. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. And before you head out, some quick news. According to the American Lung Association, nearly one in four high schoolers in Maryland and Virginia are using tobacco in some way. This includes cigarettes, e-cigarettes, and vaping. Both states could take a lesson from D.C. in how to regulate tobacco, since the district has scored so well in nearly every category related to smoking. You can check out the link to each state's report card in our show notes. Meanwhile, volunteer and street outreach workers fanned out across D.C. and its suburbs last night to count people experiencing homelessness. The point-in-time count is meant to inform D.C. Council's funding decisions regarding the unhoused community. The census often leads to an undercount, but advocates say it still provides a useful snapshot of who is living outside and what support they need. And lastly, Maryland's General Assembly is considering launching a pilot program to study the effects of a four-day work week. The two-year program would provide a tax incentive for companies to shift at least 30 employees to a 32-hour work week. Previous studies found the four-day week improved work and family engagement and increased revenue. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell your single friends, aka everyone in DC. 
and subscribe to our morning newsletter too. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Feelings about that advice.